नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरंजयरोतम देवी सरस्वती व्यास मुदीर ये नष्टप्रायशभद्रेशु भागवत सेवया भगवती उत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्टिकी श्रीमद्भागवत कैंटो फो चैप्टर फो टेक्स्ट नंबर फिफ्टीन यदपता मनोलिभि यदपता मनोलिभि निषेत ब्रह्मरसवर्ति निवेशित ब्रह्मरसवार्ति लोकस्य यद्वर्षति काशिशोर्तिनाशोर्ति काशिशोर्तिनाशोर्ति विश्वभंदवे यदपादम द लोटस् फीट ऑफ होम महता ऑफ द हायर पर्सनालिटीज मन अलिभि बै द बीज ऑफ द मैंड निश्चित बींग एंगेज इन ब्रह्मरस ऑफ ट्रांसडेंटल ब्लिस ब्रह्मानंद आसव अर्थि सीकिंग नेक्टर लोकस्या ऑफ द कॉमन मैन यच वर्षती ही फुलफिल्स एंड आशिषा डिजायर्स अर्थिना सीकिंग तस्मै टुवर्ड्स हिम लॉर्ड शिवा भवान यू ध्रुह्यती आर एनवियस विश्वभंदवे अंटू द फ्रेंड ऑफ ऑल लिविंग एंटिटीज विथिन द थ्री वर्ल्ड्स ट्रांसलेशन एंड पर्पट बैशल प्रभुपात की जाए You are envious of Lord Shiva, who is a friend of all living entities within the three worlds. For the common man, he fulfills all desires, and because of their engagement in thinking of his lotus feet, he also blesses higher personalities who are seeking after Brahman and the transcendental bliss. Purport. <clears throat> Ordinarily, there are two classes of men: one class who are grossly materialistic, and one material prosperity. and their desires are fulfilled if they worship lord shiva 
Lord Shiva being very quickly satisfied, satisfies the material desires of the common man very quickly. Therefore, it is seen that ordinary men are very apt to worship him. Next, those who are disgusted or frustrated with the materialistic way of life, worship Lord Shiva to attain salvation, which entails freedom from material identification. One who understands that he is not the material body, but is a spirit soul, is liberated from ignorance. Lord Shiva also offers that facility. People generally practice religion for, the, for economic development, to get some money, for by getting money they can satisfy their senses. But when they are frustrated, they want spiritual Brahmananda or merging into the Supreme. These four principles of material life, religion, economic development, sense gratification and liberation exist. And Lord Shiva is a friend of both the ordinary man and the man who is elevated in spiritual knowledge. Thus, it was not good for Daksha to create enmity towards him. Even Vaishnavas who are above both the ordinary and the elevated men in this world also worship Lord Shiva as the greatest Vaishnava. Thus, he is a friend of everyone, the common man, the elevated man and the devotees of the Lord. So, no one should disrespect or create enmity towards Lord Shiva. Thus, since the Bhaktivedanta purport. <coughs> so, Sati is explaining the position, extraordinary transcendental position of Lord Shiva to Daksha, her own father. Basically, telling him that <clears throat> his envy towards Lord Shiva is not good. Nobody envies Lord Shiva. And she explained why nobody, nobody, Lord, ex nobody <clears throat> becomes envious of Lord Shiva because he is always, he is never a competitor to anybody in this material world. On the other hand, he is always fulfilling the desires of all the living entities. Being so pure, how can you become envious of Lord Shiva? This was the, <coughs> the preaching of Sati regarding her own husband Lord Shiva to Daksha. So, we discussed yesterday about how this envy is more dangerous than even lust because in, by envy you can create Vaishnava offenses. Envy is when we compare with others And envy is connected to somebody having more than what I have. It is connected to possession, possessiveness and Lord Shiva has no possession, he has no possessiveness. There is no question of Envy touching Lord Shiva. 
is no competitor to anybody so these are all the factors that bring about envy <coughs> and a vaishnava naturally one who has got the knowledge that nothing belongs to me everything belongs to krishna my body belongs to krishna my bodily abilities belong to krishna that understanding is there that sense of proprietorship over one's own abilities body etc when that proprietorship is not there and that proprietorship is restored to the super soul that this body belongs to the super soul etc then there is no question of such a person <clears throat> thinking that something somebody has got somebody owns and i don't own the idea of ownership itself is not there in the mind of a vaishnava so thus <clears throat> a transcendental knowledge automatically kills this envy it is because of envy that we compare in this material world now because of the present education system right from childhood every child is is wound up in the competitive spirit and therefore because they create that desire everybody wants to be number one and when somebody becomes number two then he is envious of number one and each of them make their own assessment i deserve how can he get that also we discussed yesterday that how anything anybody deserved gets in their life it is not by accident it is definitely by the sanction of the super soul and therefore being envious of somebody's possession whether it may be possession of intelligence whether it may be possession of abilities any other abilities or possession of external wealth possession of influence possession of power all these things does not come accidentally there is somebody who disposes all these things to each living entity at different times today if i have something it is tomorrow if something is taken away that is again by his arrangement not a blade of grass will without will move without his sanction so to recognize <clears throat> so if somebody according to our limited calculation somebody does not appear to be to be deserving something at he has got then we feel envy and if you also have that desire then you feel envy he doesn't deserve that so we have to see long term if the truth will be that he would deserve it. without deserving nobody gets anything without deserving suddenly one may get but in this life we may not see what are the reasons but there is 
so therefore there is no point in any in a vaishnava's mind envy if there is a transcendental knowledge then there is recognition that lord is a proprietor of everything and he is a dispenser of all opulences to every living entity bodily opulences external opulences all he is a dispenser so accepting and recognizing that is important otherwise when you become envious of the living entities indirectly it is an envy envy of the supreme lord's action of giving why god has given him this much why god did not give me this much so these are some of the points that we discussed yesterday regarding the uh, vaishnavas becoming free from envy and even if as an impulse if some envy comes which is natural just like lust comes impulse because false ego is like that social ego is like that if it comes one has to curtail it with transcendental knowledge and one should not you know fight for unnecessarily one because one should not get into that spirit of uh, fairness the emotion of fairness i didn't get he got entire philosophy of communism is based on envy everybody should be equal all wealth should be equal everybody should be equal communism is also based on envy there is no recognition of god there is no recognition of law of karma there is no recognition of sense of responsibility for individual action reward all those punishment all these things are not there in that all mental concoctions that is why people are never become happy in this kind of isms so <clears throat> in this particular verse sati is saying that actually shiva is a friend of all living entities for common man he fulfills all desires and for transcendentalist they for them also he blesses them to attain brahmananda so lord shiva is friend of everybody as far as karmis are concerned lord shiva blesses them with is called asutosha one who is easily pleased as far as the material world is concerned it eternally exists the the material world the cycle of birth creation sorry creation maintenance annihilation is a eternal cycle and eternally exists as a feature of the supreme absolute truth metal world is very much part of the supreme absolute truth and lord shiva personalities different kinds of personalities are also part of this eternal truth so unlimited living entities in this material world the lord has no problem with the living entities want to be in this material world and satisfy their material desires is one of the one of the options given to living entities only whether it is good for him whether it it satisfies the living entities full potential or not is a different question he is dissatisfied etc the living entities potential is to be with krishna but 
he has got an option to be in the material world fulfill material desires therefore lord has created these kind of situations brahma vishnu maheshwara in each each uh, uh, universe and so many material desires are uh, satisfied by these powerful personalities lord shiva <coughs> he blesses them because he is a powerful personality uh, any worship of lord shiva etc is considered to be automatically earning a punya and lord shiva blesses lord shiva is 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 uh, an, an incarnation of lord vishnu in a different way for in charge of the uh, mode of ignorance the material world shiva vishnu is in charge of the mode of goodness and uh, brahma is in charge of mode of passion of course without the sanction of the supreme lord the all pervading lord nothing moves because he is the super soul of this entire universe so even when lord shiva blesses it is it is the super soul who actually sanctions therefore we saw yesterday's purport propadi saying that lord shiva is always meditating on vasudeva so material existence is always there it is not our goal to empty the material world by preaching krishna consciousness because they'll always be living entities it is a system is a scheme of the lord why everybody is not becoming devotee sometimes this question comes in devotees why everybody is not becoming devotee everybody is part and parcel of krishna why krishna also in this scheme of things he doesn't want everybody to become devotee if you want to become devotee you can become devotee if you don't want to become devotee eternally also you can remain in this material world it is not that every living entity has to definitely evolve and go towards godhead not necessary one day every living entity will evolve and go back to godhead not not true is a cycle of janma mrityu you can eternally be there this karma is a cycle it can be there only by a certain process you come in association with a pure devotee then you get this transcendental knowledge of krishna about krishna and then you come out as a tangent out of this cycle get liberated and even then those who do not want to go back to god at go back to krishna an option is given for those living entities who are fed up of this material world okay become go to brahmananda aham brahmasmi there so many devotees of shiva shivoham shivoham they say that means i am shiva because for them shiva is also ah brahm shiva is shiva is a manifestation of brahman so ultimately shiva is not there i am not there the individuality of shiva is not there individuality of me is not there only there is brahman 
so even for those people for those jivas the lord shiva blesses them okay you want brahmananda you get brahmananda they are also transcendentalist propat says two types of transcendentalist those who want to become devotees and those who want brahmananda so krishna's creation is so wonderful that it's unlimited it is it is having unlimited varieties and we cannot uh, simply deny these realities of krishna's opulences in this material world in the spiritual world everywhere so certain fortunate souls in this material world get the opportunity this is maya's kingdom once we become devotees of the lord then we actually we are not experiencing that material world because of this pocket of vaikuntha because of sankirtana because of sadhu sangha because of association we are not experiencing that maya miserable existence we are not experiencing but otherwise this is kingdom of maya 99% of the people don't want to become devotees therefore we say we preach to the innocent innocent means we know they are almost ready okay they are the right candidates we don't waste time to preaching to everybody to convert on mayavadi impersonalist we don't try to preach they have a right to exist as mayavadi karmi has a right to exist as a karmi but all subject to laws of nature so here the four principles of material religion economic development sense gratification and liberation exists is not illusion it exists and lord shiva is a friend of both ordinary man and the man who is elevated in spiritual knowledge thus it was not good for daksha to create enmity towards him so so much importance is given to lord shiva by the vaishnavas and therefore at no point of time out of ignorance vaishnava should respect disrespect lord shiva in any way we have to be very very cautious about it if you respect lord disrespect lord shiva is like disrespecting one's own spiritual master how we re- how we treat spiritual master as good as god lord shiva also has to be treated as good as god and get his blessings we need the blessings of all the pure devotees all the mahajanas everybody's blessing is required all the previous acharyas any question Hare Krishna Prabhu, <clears throat> here we see that uh, Daksha is envious of uh, Shiva by seeing he is finding fault 
and he is uh, uh, blaspheming him, angry and all those things. So what are other symptoms we can see that one is envious of another? Is it like somebody is lamenting that, oh, I don't have. He is not angry, but he is lamenting. Is it also part of envy? <clears throat> or is there any other symptoms we can see that one is envious of another? Emotionally, you don't accept that the other person deserves that. That is a kind of a desire, you know, a, a, a kind of a bitterness develops also. How can he have that? How can he say that? How can he exercise that right? You feel pained. You feel hurt. You may not be angry. You may not be... Sometimes envy also creates hurt. Somebody says, you know, I got very hurt when he said that. Because you, you expected something else. You expected some respect. Or you expected something given from him. And he did not give. Whether he, that was bona fide or not, it's a different thing. But we get hurt because we have false ego that expects that. So at the root of many of that, many of these uh, negative emotions, many of the negative emotions, root is envy. Root is envy. Non-recognition of Lord's control over everything and developing such a perception is very important. When we see things, when we see situations, when we face situations, how we perceive the situation without control of the Lord, then, then all these things will come. Of course, when we are in this material world, as a matter of duty, we have to respond to so many things. If somebody is unfair and all the things, we have to respond to that. But heart should be clean. As a matter of duty, you respond. But you cannot become emotional, then you hit your own spiritual life. Everything that can be termed as envy, externally speaking, need not be through envy at all. If it depends on the person's emotions, Feelings. Is he doing it as a duty? He will do it. He will speak. Otherwise, if there is a feeling, then it is envy. As a matter of duty, then he has to speak. Just like Srila Prabhupada, as a matter of duty to protect his disciples from being contaminated by his God-brothers, when they came back, when, when they came back to India, many God-brothers were misguiding them. Prabhupada had to told that don't associate with them. They are any envious, he said. So then the question will come, they will say, we are envious or he is envious. Those God-brothers will say, 
he's envious or we are envious. The Prabhupada is, you know, without, you know, as a matter of duty, as a founder, Acharya of the institution, as to spread this movement, as instructed by his spiritual master, if somebody put an obstacle, then he will speak up. But his heart is clean. So much so that, you know, when he was before passing away, two, three days before, he called some of the God brothers and said, in the course of preaching, I must have offended you all. Beg forgiveness, he asked. Not that Prabhupada had offended anybody. His heart was always clean. But he is honoring that principle uh, that one should be, one should not be too sure of oneself. The most dangerous thing, Vaishnava offense. So Prabhupada is a perfect example how Vaishnavas should live, how Vaishnavas while preaching, in the preaching society, how we should deal with each other. In the ashram, you see, there is a sense of why he got that, why I did not get this. It's a very big, you know, management, we have spent hours and hours together in so many meetings. How to, you know, uh, this devotee has got a empty player, this devotee did not get, he got uh, this phone, he didn't get that phone. And then all rationalization will be there. My preaching requires this thing, that thing. All that can be discussed, there is no harm at all. N number of times you can come to authorities and discuss. But the heart burns sometimes. I have seen devotees' heart burning. How he got that? How I did not get that? Heart burning. Purely rooted in envy. When your heart burns, that is, that's another symptom. Heart burns for something, envy. I don't have, he has. And then it all goes intellectually in the plane of fairness. If you had just remained at the level of fairness, it's fine. But you go and harm your heart also. As a matter of duty, fairness, unfairness is always there. In a community, there is fairness. Management also has to be fair. But you cannot be absolutely fair. There is no measurement. If somebody wants to find fault with anything and say this was not fair, you can always find reasons. You can always find reasons. Because it is subjective. From one point of view, they will say it is fair and unfair. How authorities gave this decision, it's unfair. They will have their own perspective. You can say fair, unfair, in, on, on certain terms you can say fair and unfair. But in terms of, even if you in, in, involve in this intellectual exercise, we have to be extremely careful, heart is clean. Very important. So both are required. Because we are living in this material world. All these principles of fairness, equality, all these things are required. So sometimes devotees, they ask, out of necessity, they ask, Prabhu, you have, maybe you have forgotten, you know, I also need that same facility. 
immediately do he is sanctioned but if he comes and ask and if you see there is a heartburn in him then we will postpone it we know that you need this but still the your, you should not feed your envy should not feed your envy so then that itself becomes i went and asked also they did not give me then heart burns more <laughs> one simple principle keep your heart clean no bitterness against vaishnavas no bitterness against decisions you know ultimately lord is in control no somewhere lord is ultimately in control but in between i also have to be in control <laughs> i also have to be in control any other question bro how do we understand when we when i understand that one can eternally remain in this material world huh? one can eternally remain in this material world and it is not necessary that he evolves and go back goes back to godhead so how do we see the situation in cc some devotees pray chetan chetan that uh, i would like to suffer at the cost of everyone going back to godhead in this world that is one situation and another situation is when the lord descends in this world in many avataras like in rama avatara uh, all the people of this world also went back to godhead along with him is what i have heard and second uh, another situation is when at uh, the end of kaliyuga when people have become many misc- means uh, have all unwanted habits the lord mercifully appears as kalki avatara and then he kills mm. everybody by his sword and they get liberated mm. so i so how do i understand all these statements simultaneously i believe First, no first thing is <clears throat> we have to understand that this is a eternal lila of the lord creation maintenance annihilation right eternally they'll be living entities unlimited jivas are there that is another atman unlimited jivas are there and time is not a bar anadi kale the living entities are in this material world and it is also a fact that the lord can do what he wants he can give mercy and and even of course there is must be some lord also has observed the living entities and who deserves they all are born in that you know rama avatara time and then they may go so many possibilities are there so simultaneously you have to accept and and as far as vaishnava is concerned i want everybody in the universe to go back to godhead i want to liberate all of them this is the heart of a vaishnava vaishnava is seeing that see even though it may be foolishly some people may be in the material jivas are in the material world that is how they living it that's how vaishnava sees they are foolishly in the material world why they are foolishly in the material world because their potential is different that's a point we are part and parcel of the lord we are, there is an entitlement for us to have a good life sachidananda life there is, we are even entitled 
so therefore the you know vaishnavas are very compassionate and they see that why everybody should not go but everybody should exercise free will now isn't it liberation is not going back to god and liberation prabhupad clearly says liberation means you can come come down again the liberation that vasudev datta and great devotees they they talk about is liberation of going back to god at but generally when you say liberated anybody who chants on hari krishna is also liberated so that is the way we have to understand first we have to accept that this world doesn't end and um, this world world doesn't end means same living entities have to be there is not true also isn't it prison is never closed doesn't mean the same prisoners are in the prison they keep if they want they can move if they want they can move that is a point i was making if they want they can move not that x time this many prisoners are they all will get out of the prison new new living entities will come and fall into the material world or they are generated from brahmanda viraja lord's creation is 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 ultimately it is you cannot conceive of his enjoying capacity just cannot conceive tiny living entities cannot conceive any other question yes world will be the universal material universe will be empty of jivas will never be yes it's a eternal lila of the lord living entities may change different living entities will occupy different living entities will occupy brahma's position different living entities will occupy even um, shiva's position that means in the in, there is rudra who is the sada shiva who is the original expansion of lord vishnu so from him further expansions are there in the material world so there are different different expansions uh, in each universe so they come and go but that position does not go that activity does not go three modes of material nature is Here, the world consisting of three modes of material nature eternally exists in different phases pro with respect to understanding that uh, this material creation is also leela of the lord propas says that if krishna wants to fight with someone his own devotee will become his enemy like jaya vijaya becoming hiranyakashipu so and coming back to this material world the living entity is also suffering even the lord lord krishna is also suffering that living entity is suffering that's what prabhupada is also saying in this understanding how it becomes lord's leela he is allowing the living entities no for that he creates this material world if he didn't create this if it is not his action to create this material world the leela does not mean all for enjoying 
it is his act he is a boss so he has created this material world he has created the seated in each living entity's heart he gives uh, remembrance knowledge forgetfulness everything of his material desires and even material desires he is the one who is without his presence material desires you cannot remember Prabhupada says the Lord is seated in the heart and smell just like you smell a flower, he smells the desires of the jivas. So the whole management of desires of the living entity, all these things is is his activity, but they are not his transcendental activities. His transcendental activities in the spiritual world. Prabhupada says that is a different kind of a lila here in the material world. When Krishna comes, means creation of this material world, maintenance, annihilation. these also his his activities his activities his leelas how will he deal with living entities who do not want to come to him living entities who want independent enjoyment he has to create all these things that's his leela it is not jeeva's leela mayavadis say this is jeeva's leela we say everything is krishna's lila ultimate facilitating the free will facilitate facilitating the lusty desires of the living entities independent enjoyment of the living entities lord did not allow how is it possible so it's important to see that lord's act in hand in everything not that you know independently we we create this material world everything he, he has created this facility that clear or not clear leela doesn't mean he is happily doing it it's a fact is he is also pained is that but his pain is transcendental pain but he permits sits neutrally and permits all the perverted desires of the living entity when propat says the lord is also suffering it is a mood of chaitanya mahaprabhu the mood of you know it's it's transcendental it's not like how we are suffering yes गंधराज श्रीमद्भागवत की जय जगद्गुरु शिल प्रभुपात की जय